1: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. In a time like this, when we've seen just record numbers of people needing food, we just hope anyone knows that there is no shame in making the decision to, to get a little bit of help for yourself or your family. Help is closer than most people think.
0: Welcome to WBBM In-Depth. My name is Jill DeGroot. With the COVID-19 pandemic came rising levels of unemployment and food insecurity throughout the city of Chicago, as well as the rest of the United States. And with just a week left until Thanksgiving Day, today we're talking to Jim Conwell, Senior Director of Marketing and Communications of the Greater Chicago Food Depository. Thanks for being here, Jim. Can you first tell me a little bit about the Greater Chicago Food Depository?
1: Absolutely, the Greater Chicago Food Depository is the food bank that serves Chicago and Cook County, Illinois. Uh, We are a nonprofit organization and we are part of a larger network of food banks called Feeding America, which you and your listeners may have heard of. So across the United States, there are approximately 200 food banks. So we're an anti-hunger organization. Um, We source and distribute food to a network of about 700 different partner agencies and programs throughout the city and suburbs. That includes Uh, food pantries, soup kitchens, shelters, and other meal programs. Our mission is to provide food for anyone who needs it, while also working to address the root causes of hunger through programs like job training, benefits outreach, and advocacy.
0: How can people get involved in the lead-up to Thanksgiving?
1: There are opportunities for anyone to get involved in our work, whether someone is in a position to help uh, by making a, a donation A financial donation that can help us operate our programs and buy food to get out to food pantries and meal programs that can volunteer with the food depository or with their neighborhood food pantry or soup kitchen that's likely part of our network or they can educate themselves on the hunger issues so they can raise their voices and advocate for policy to address the root causes of poverty and hunger if someone comes to volunteer for the greater chicago food depository first they're going to go to our website and sign up there's a calendar of available sessions and they can sign up online we'll get some instructions then on the day of they'll come to our warehouse which is on southwest side of chicago in archer heights uh, not far from midway airport They will then uh, be given instructions for the project for the day. That will often involve repacking food from a large quantity, like a pallet size box into smaller boxes or bags that uh, can be served at the household level. If someone's volunteering at their neighborhood food pantry or maybe at one of our mobile distributions, they are going to be interacting directly with their neighbors and people who are coming to that program for assistance. Helping folks do their uh, you know, shopping at the food pantry, um, packing bags, and boxes, helping carry things to cars, loading things into trunks, it all makes a big difference. I would say as we get into the holiday season, there's a lot more popularity in volunteering at food banks. So if someone wants to volunteer and uh, they don't see a date and time that works for them, We encourage you to come in January or February or reach out to that food pantry in your neighborhood, might be at the local church, um, and find out if they have a need for volunteers this season, because there's definitely a need for volunteers year-round.
0: Jim, can you tell me how your volunteer numbers are doing this year compared to years past?
1: Volunteering has been considered essential ever since the beginning of the pandemic and before, but even in the early days of the pandemic, when there are statewide or local stay-at-home orders, there is an exception in that uh, for people who are volunteering. Thankfully, we've had the support of volunteers throughout this crisis. Uh, we've adjusted a lot of things, um, you know, a lot more uh, screening and protective measures, social distancing, masks, to make sure that people who come through our doors to volunteer are doing it in the safest possible environment. We also uh, have seen since the early days of the pandemic, our partners across the community adjust um, you know, their operations to make sure they could continue to serve people safely and quickly and efficiently uh, while keeping their volunteers safe as well.
0: If someone in Chicago needs access to food, how do they do that?
1: For a person is in need of food, the good news is there is a tremendous network of of charitable food programs so food pantries soup kitchens meal programs all across our community um, help is closer than most people think people uh, can find a program near them they can visit our website chicagosfoodbank.org give us a call 773-247 food or if they're in the uh, um, outside of cook county they can visit the website for the Northern Illinois Food Bank. Their address is solvehungertoday.org. Our websites have uh, tools on there where you can plug in any address or zip code and find a list of programs near you with their distribution hours and other information that that can help uh, a person or a family or a caseworker decide what's the best fit for for their needs. So uh, then when they, go to receive food they'll be greeted with respect and dignity our community partners are excellent at treating everyone who walks through their doors like they would treat someone that uh, they were welcoming into their own home to us it's it's about providing food but it's also about serving people with dignity and providing uh, hope and and other resources, many of our partners, you know, provide additional services beyond food, um, as do we. So help is out there. Um, anyone who feels like they could need help or know someone who does should know that it's closer than they think. There's no scarcity of food in our network. So if, if someone receives help, they're not taking help away from someone else. There's plenty of food to go around. In a time like this, when we've seen just record numbers of people needing food we just hope anyone knows that um there is uh no shame in making the decision to to get a little bit of help for yourself or your family um it's uh it's something that um so many people in our community uh as we've seen in the pandemic uh, might just be one paycheck away from being in those circumstances and when we saw the economy so disrupted that's why we saw those record numbers of people turning uh, to food distribution programs. So help is out there, and um, wonderful partners in every neighborhood are, are here to assist their neighbors.
0: And can you share with us specifically what you're offering this Thanksgiving season?
1: Great question. So we uh, we take a lot of pride in uh, in being able to provide uh, some um Seasonal uh, items during the Thanksgiving and and holiday season, Um, because we know that, uh, you know, food is so much more than just sustenance. Uh, Food is about joy. It's about family. It's about community. It's about uh, bringing people together. We provide food year-round during the holiday season, especially uh, this coming week. Our partners are going to be distributing a lot more holiday items like turkeys, hams, sweet potatoes, cranberries, all the things you would think of for a traditional holiday meal. Um, We also have been working with our network to provide more culturally relevant foods based on, you know, the populations they're serving in their neighborhoods. So we've been striving to provide uh, things that have been requested by clients, uh, things like f- uh, fresh corn tortillas, uh, limes, avocados, um, fresh greens. We, we make an extra effort this time of year to ensure that people have access to um, those foods that you know uh, meet our cultural and our um, holiday traditions.
0: What's something you'd like people to know about the anti-hunger movement? I
1: think the thing that I... I wish uh, more people knew is food banks, food pantries, soup kitchens, faith-based organizations. You know, we're we're incredibly proud of the work we do every day to feed hundreds of thousands of our neighbors, but um, equally important, perhaps more important, is the government response to hunger. Um, Food banks alone cannot solve the hunger problem in our country. And that is a problem that existed before the pandemic, but um, has gone to new heights during the pandemic. And we need action and engagement from all levels of government to address the root causes of hunger and ensure that uh, people have access to food and opportunities so they can be healthy and thrive. That can take shape at the federal level, Supporting um, federal nutrition programs like SNAP, WIC, commodity programs that supply food banks with food. Uh, it, it also can happen at the local level um, with local leaders making sure that attention is paid to the hunger issue and addressing strategies um, at the city or even the neighborhood level uh, to create economic opportunity. So people can have access to jobs and capital and, and the things they need to, um, to provide food for themselves. A hunger crisis existed before the pandemic. I've, I've mentioned that, but the pandemic created a perfect storm for food insecurity. You know, we saw the widespread job losses and the school closures and entire uh, sectors of the economy and the workforce uh, you know, turned upside down uh, early in the pandemic. and that caused, an increase of up to 150% in the number of people we saw coming to food pantries in our network um, in 2020, or at points in 2020. And while the need has come down a bit from those shocking highs um, in the summer and fall of 2020, it's still well above pre-pandemic levels. And for us, pre-pandemic levels of food insecurity were not acceptable. So as we head into this holiday season, this winter, we're seeing new challenges emerge, rising grocery prices, inflation, home heating bills are expected to be highs this winter, which causes families who are living on the edge of food insecurity to make really difficult choices about do I keep my house warm or do I buy groceries? And so I just, uh, I would want people to know that um, this crisis is still with us. There's still hundreds of thousands of our neighbors who are unsure they'll have enough food to make it through this week or this month. And there's a role that everyone can play in this work. If you're able to make a donation to your local food bank or food pantry, that can make a big difference. Uh, It can help organizations like ours or our partners buy more food. If you can volunteer, that can make a big difference. If you can raise your voice and encourage your elected officials to support strong nutrition programs for children, that can make a big difference. But if you know someone who could be in need of food, help is nearby. And I I think that's the most important thing we want folks to know is that um, help is closer than you think. And there are so many challenging circumstances that can bring someone who never thought they would have needed help from a food pantry to be there. And we've seen more and more of that in the last 20 months due to this global crisis that we're in. So if anyone is in need of our services or knows someone who does need help putting food on their table, they can visit chicagosfoodbank.org and find one of our partners or programs near them.
0: Thank you so much for being here, Jim.
1: Well, thank you, Jill. We really appreciate the opportunity.
0: That was Jim Conwell, Senior Director of Marketing and Communications of the Greater Chicago Food Depository. Thanks for tuning in to WBBM in depth. And don't forget to subscribe on the Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: A news radio WBBM podcast powered by Odyssey. <laughs>